Welcome to the latest word from the church at Severn Run. Our church is located in Severn, Maryland, and is easily accessible from anywhere in the D.C. Baltimore area. You can subscribe for regular updates or check in weekly for the latest information by using our website, severinrun.com. Thank you for visiting. And now, today's message. Well, good morning, Severn Run. Jesus uh, said to us, um, right before he ascended into heaven, something so radical and and life-changing that he literally intended for it to impact the world, to reverberate, to literally change every life on planet Earth. And to change those lives, Jesus said, I want to use you. Now, there have been so many times in my own life where I said, I'm not enough. I'm too small. I can't. I, and every time that I begin a sentence with I, I'm showing that I don't understand that the subject of everything is Jesus. He's the issue. And when my life begins with Jesus, then God is free to use my life to, to help other people discover. I don't know if you've ever felt the lostness of hell in your life. I mean, really felt it. Well, the truth is, some of you are there right now. And inside your heart of hearts, uh, there is pain, uh, there is regret, there is loneliness, there's anger. And sometimes there are wounds so deep, we wonder if we can ever be whole, if we can ever move forward, if there really is going to be any real sunrise in our lives ahead. And to the answer, God gives Jesus. Jesus sent us into the world so that men and women and boys and girls would know that there is hope, that they do not have to live now in the lostness of hell, even if they don't understand that that they would live forever in its lostness after. And so, Jesus raised up a a group of people called the church, and and he did not collect the church to be a a few sanctified saints who were so cold and judgmental to the world that, that we would be rejected and unattractive. He called us to go and be salt and light. And when the world around you is very dark, just a little light makes all the difference. And so, in the midst of our brokenness, Jesus said, go. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All authority. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded with you, commanded to you, and surely I am with you always to the end of the age. Guys, what I want us to know today is, is really so basic and, and so foundational, but the truth is, at an emotional felt, real-world level, I want you to know that I believe with all of my heart, and I'm committing my whole life to this truth, that we really can change our world if we'll go living Jesus. We are not called to sit back in an election cycle and go, woe is us. We're not called to sit back and and, and just to say, America is going to, to hell in a handbasket. We're not called to look and see all that is wrong. We are called to, to look to Jesus and to have a broken heart for people who are hurting. And to believe that Jesus has so looked after my interests that I am free now. Free of myself, 
free not to live out of my own brokenness and my own issues. I am free now. I am free to go having gotten myself off my hands. Rather, having Jesus lifted myself off my hands, I can now go out into a broken world and I can share the love of God in a way that changes, really changes life. There once was a church that so lived in the freshness of the resurrection. Jesus was so alive, so fresh and so real that they changed the world in Acts 1. We can be that church. In fact, if we are not that church, we are no church at all. We really can change the world. You and I were created in the infinite infinite image of a glorious God. And the deepest and highest and truest longing of everyone who's ever lived is to be connected with God, to be reconnected with their creator, their purpose. And there is something soul deep inside of us that that feels the the wrongness and the, the alienation of life that longs for something so much more than anything we can create or manufacture for ourselves here on planet Earth. But everything's broken. And everything needs to be redeemed. The beginning of our brokenness, it all began when we separated ourselves from God. And we look around in this broken world and we wonder, why is it the way it is? And God, why aren't you doing more? And the reality is, is that God has worked to reveal himself and is working to reveal himself. But there is a God, little g, who's working against all that God is doing. And he's working often through the church. 2 Corinthians 4.4 says, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers, so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Jesus, he's the revealer. But there is a power at work in this world. It's not shallow, it's not cheesy, it is, it is woven into the fabric of our DNA. It is a part of of the chemistry of this world. It is a part of of every culture. There is this work of the enemy to blind to all of the revelation of God. But deep down still, to varying degrees, each of us knows that we were created more for more than, than just life on planet Earth. And before hell has done its hardening work to make us deaf to the song of God and blind to the the revelation of God, before hell has done its work to wound our hearts and blame God instead of Satan for for this, this wound, before hell has done all that, there is something inside of us that knows we were created to be deeply connected with God in a way That's just everything. Maybe today you can get back to that place. If you just open your heart to the reality of God and his love. (laughs) Makes me want to cry. (laughs) But I'm not, okay? I'm not. (laughs) What did you see? I think you saw the, the human heart naturally responding as it was created to, to the revelation of God's love. 
And I think that God is working in your life, in my life, and in the life of the world to, to reveal that love. But there is so much blocking it. There, there is so much uh, pain and, and so much blindness and so much unbelief. The simple truth is that although the world is dying blind, God is always working to reveal his reality and his love. God is always working to reveal that he actually exists. There really is a God. And this God who exists loves amazingly, passionately, eternally. And God reveals himself through, through the, the revelation of creation. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the skies proclaim the work of his hands. And when we look up into the skies and we see that sunset, when we look up into the skies and we see the, the rays of the sun bursting through, uh, we, we have something inside of us. If it has not been completely killed and shut down and, and turned off, there's something inside of us that says, there was an artist behind this art. Romans 1, 19 through 20 says, what may be known about God is plain because God has made it plain. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. And all of revelation that is creation declares the glory of God. And if you and I will awake to it, if you and I will, will just push through the blindness, we will see and know the glory that there really is a God. And in that knowledge, there is this, this dawn of hope. In the knowledge there really is a God, everything changes. The, the, the world is illuminated differently in the reality of a God who loves God is always working to reveal uh, his, his reality and his love, not only through creation, but also through reason. And your reason rightly turned towards God will always lead to God. Why are we here? Why is there anything to, to say even, now, now please, I, I hate it when Christians dumb down things. Let me just say that, that reality and God is infinite complexity and mystery and wonder. So, so don't oversimplify that mystery. Let God be mystery, the mystery that he is. But for those who would say that, that we are here by chance, that the world just happened to have, you know, come into existence from nothing, well, where did the stuff come from to bang together? Why is there anything whether, whether it is the old argument that, that a man walking the field finds a watch and, and he knows from, from its intricacy and its beauty that there was a watchmaker. Our reason, rightly uh, unfolded, will, will lead to God. But God not only works through creation and through our reason, he works through scripture to reveal himself. God is a God of revelation. 2 Timothy 3.17 says, every part of Scripture is God-breathed. And I love that term. It, it is the term that calls up the image of what God did when he first breathed into the clay of, of man in Genesis. As God formed the man and then he breathed his breath on him. In all of Scripture, this 
this book that we uh, read that is different than every other. There are other religious books. There is no other book that has the breath of God on it. Composed over a millennium and a half, 66 books by 40 authors, all with a single message of revelation. This scripture, the, 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 the 2 Timothy 3.17 says, uh, is useful in, in one way or another, showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, and training us to live God's way. And through the word, we are put together in shape for the task that God has for us. But guys, can I share with you, as we decide whether we're going to be the church um, of, of Jesus and, and the post-resurrection faith in the book of Acts, or whether we're going to be the church of modern America that is dying and declining and shrinking back, which of those churches are we going to be? Again, I want you to memorize these statistics. 62% of all Americans attending worship in 1962. 12% last year. Four years from now. 8%. In Europe, it is often less than 1%. What are we going to be? The church that just looks around and, and with all the alarm bells in the cockpit warning us that we're about to crash into the mountain, are we just going to be the church that, that says, well, nobody else is doing anything, so I got it. Let's do nothing too. And that's going to be the response of most of the churches in America. We're not going to wake up. We're not going to look around. We're not going to believe that we can really change the world. But I'm telling you that I believe with all of my heart that we really can change our culture, our climate, our world if we will go. Living Jesus. So God reveals through creation, through Scripture, but God's ultimate plan was to reveal himself most clearly through the life of his child. That was where God put a face on love. And, and the issue is Jesus. The incarnation is the miracle of God becoming a human being. Remember that. Remember that God actually became a human being and it changes everything. If that story is true that God put on skin so that we might understand and experience his love. We, we, we can't completely understand it on our own. It has to be shown to us. And so it was. And it came to us. It, it traveled all the way from, from heaven down into this broken world and it came to us. And you're here because in some form or fashion it has traveled and, and gotten on the road into your life and come to you as well. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Hebrews 1, 3 says, The sun is the radiance of God's glory. This glory that you long for, this glory that you cannot find in, in sexuality, this glory that you cannot find in material things, this glory that you cannot find in the affirmation and the applause of other broken people, this glory that we seek is to be connected to the glory of God himself. And Jesus is the exact representation of his being. So when we see Jesus, we say, aha, that's what God is like. 
And when we wonder whether God is just this vengeful God intent to crush us and and rub our faces in in our mess, we look at Jesus and and we see him love uh, the, the woman taken in adultery and we see Jesus lift her up and say, just go and sin no more. We see Jesus walking among broken people, uh, touching them and healing them and, 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 and wrapping his arms around them. We see Jesus going out of his way, inconveniencing himself to be with people who don't know what God's face looks like. And when they saw Jesus, then they have seen the face of God. God's ultimate plan of revelation is to send his child into a lightless world. And the truth is that God's plan has not changed. He's still sending his child. You. You are the child that God is sending into a broken world. I am the child that God is sending into a broken world. We are to go as Jesus went and, and we are to walk out of our way and we are not to live uh, self-concerned and self-consumed. All of our interests have been looked after by God. All of our needs have been provided for by God. All of our significance has been, has been gifted by grace. All of our identity has been affirmed by, by God. So we are free. And now we can go and and instead of getting our own way and pushing our own agendas, now we have died with Christ and we have allowed God to reveal to his world what love looks like through his child. 1 John 3, 1 says, How great is the love of the Father that he has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God for that is what we are. Do you even know who you are? I'm serious. Do you know who you are? You're going to live the definition of hell as to who you are and what you're worth. You're going to live the definition of, of some broken adult in your past, you know, when you were a child who, who, who didn't reveal the love of the Father through the life of the Son and the power of the Spirit. You're going to live with some, some broken identity that some broken human being has given you or at some point you're going to hear the song of God. And something soul deep inside of you is just going to resonate and melt. And you're just going to say yes to God. Yes, I want your love. Yes, I want to be reconnected to you. Yes, I want to be your child. And whatever you want to do with my life, however you want to send me, whatever you want to do, God, I just want to be your child. In John 20, 21, I... I guess we think Jesus lies, I guess. I don't know. Or he exaggerates, you know? Jesus just says a lot of stuff that he knows we can't do, you know? That it's not real. It's, it's you know, it's just, it's just meaningless hyperbole. John 20, 21 says, peace be with you. The Muslims didn't create that phrase. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. As the Father sent his child into the world, so I am sending you as his child into the world. And as I went out of my way to 
to find broken people and love them and touch them and be the conversation of God. So I want you to go out of your way to find broken people and to patiently love them and to touch their lives and to be my face and to, to love them in a way that, that shows what the face of God looks like. If we wonder why more people aren't responding to God, it's because we as the church of the living God We've waved a white flag to hell. We've basically said, we're afraid, hell. Don't hurt us. You're, you're too strong. You're, you're too powerful. If we just climb up on a shelf, will you just leave us alone? And, and we'll, just, we'll just turn inwards and argue with each other about religious stuff. We'll fight with each other. That's what we'll do. We'll fight with each other and, and, and then you won't have to hurt us at all and... and and then something will happen when we die, but we're not going to think about that right now. Guys, I'm telling you the truth. In the name of Jesus, that is not the plan of God. We can change our world if we'll go. We can change our world if we'll go. And we need to create a new culture and to create a new faith that, that says, I will go like Isaiah um, 6 says, here am I. Send me. I, I will be God's child of revelation in the world. I will, I will go in the authority of heaven and earth that you have given Jesus. Here's the authority the church should be walking in instead of weakness and, 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 and honestly sometimes squandering our influence um, in, in, in ridiculous ways, arguing about stupid stuff. Matthew 16, 16 says, you know, Simon Peter answering, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Peter, you've just said, I am the Christ. I tell you that you are uh, Peter, you are rock. And on this rock, I will build my church. Build my church. How the modern church has accepted this idea that the, that the church of the living God should not be ever growing until he returns, I, I, I don't know except unbelief. But you will see my, me building my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. The gates of hell will not overcome it. And so guys, I'm telling you in the name of Jesus Christ that you and I are called to charge hell with a water pistol. But we're not gonna do this just a little bit. The truth is we're gonna charge hell with a water pistol. <laughs> Worship team, you need to be out here. And you need to charge with me. Because this is our call. And it's time for us to stop being so apologetic and, and so embarrassed by, by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So church, I'm asking that, that you and I in this season would turn the page, that you and I in this season would decide that we believe the word of God, that we understand the plan of the revelation of God, that we accept our place as the sent ones, that we own and live in our identity as the children of God, and that we are going to get on the road. We know who we are, and we're going to go believing with authority that Jesus Christ is the answer to the broken world. And so this morning, I want to invite you to wave a white flag of surrender to Jesus and not to hell. If you're in addiction, stop waving that white flag to hell. 
If your marriage is, is failing and you've just given up on it, stop waving the white flag to hell. If you just feel so bad about yourself that you think there's just no way forward for me, stop waving the white flag to hell and wave it to Jesus and tell him that you'll surrender and God will change everything. Amen. Let's stand and let's give God our surrender. Thank you for joining us today at the Church at Severn Run. Please visit our website at severnrun.com for church service information, staff directories, or for prayer requests. And if you're in the D.C. Baltimore area, we'd love to have you join us at 8187 Telegraph Road in Severn, Maryland. We look forward to worshiping with you.